0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the BA Podcast. Co host James with Jake, episode 165. Happy Monday. Jake, how's it going?
1: It's going great. It's Monday. It's football season. We have football to talk about. I'm excited, super excited, to be honest. Are you there? And so am
0: I, man. Football's here. Smell it in the air. What a time. I don't know. Um, week one preseason was this past weekend. Friday, Saturday, one game on Sunday. Um, Manor's played on Friday. We'll talk about that. But before we talk about anything, we have some news, not particularly to me. But our boy Jay Sis here has some breaking news for us. Jake, why don't you take it from here?
1: Yes, breaking, breaking, breaking news. I'm now officially a, a um, professional writer. <laughs> yep, I got hired last week for uh, NinersEmpire.com, which is part of Stadium Rant, which you can follow on Twitter, Instagram. You can also get to the... Um, website that we have We'll put it in our Instagram bio For a little bit so you guys can see all that uh, There's one article. My first article has been posted It is um, From this past game The first game of the preseason uh, Titled Niners Preseason Week 1 Review Which Rookies Impressed And in that article Which we'll talk about a little bit um, With some of the players um, I picked four players that really stood out from game one I wrote about them Talked about what they could bring to the team, what they kind of remind me of in some players' cases, um, and yeah. So go there, check it out. I have, I'll have two articles per week. I'll give you a little taste of what my next article is about. It's about the, the Niners. No, line. I don't want
0: to. I don't want to hear it. I want to be surprised.
1: All right, fine. You won't hear it. But we'll talk about some rookies later on in this episode, which I'm excited yes. to talk about.
0: Absolutely, right? I mean, preseason really is all about, I mean, there's guys who we know we are going to make the team and guys who are on the cusp, guys who are on the fringe. And, I mean, really, I mean, these next two uh, games are for those guys who are going to be looking to be fighting for a roster spot, right? 53 spots. Uh, What's the 16, practice squad 16, now? 16 practice squad.
1: 16, okay.
0: 16 practice squad guys.
1: So 69 players,
0: nice. Nice, nice. nice, nice. So 69 t- players total, right? I mean, and knowing us we'll we'll see who's who stays and who goes who goes unclaimed and be, and be you know get back on our practice squad but yeah no i'm i'm excited um uh, but first let's talk about a couple of injuries that we've had and they've been hearing about um I'll, I'll start off with um i mean our first pick of the draft here with uh drake jackson right jake what did, what, what what ended up happening with him uh, during the first preseason game why don't you go ahead and tell the listeners here
1: well, injury wise, he left the game in the second quarter due to a what was reported at the time a shoulder injury. We now know what it is; it's a stinger. Um, not nothing serious. He was back at practice on Monday, um, so he's back for that. So it's not that because you never know what happened. But I kind of thought it was going to be a stinger because usually when you have a what's that, like a dislocated shoulder, they they immediately will say like on the report like you know how the team reporter will be like. I just talked to Shanahan, gonna, you know, or the doctor, and he's going to be ruled out, which is never good. Um, if he's ruled out immediately, then it's a case to worry. But in this case, it was questionable, so I was like, okay, it's probably a stinger, and that's what it was. Back at practice, and yeah, um, we'll, talk about him. we'll talk about him a little bit later, about how he played. But injury-wise, he should be fine. Not sure if he's playing this week, because they probably don't. He probably will, but if they don't, it's because it's preseason week two.
0: Right, yeah. And stingers, I mean, they they can be a joke of an injury at the same time. They can linger for a long time. Aren't they like uh,
1: they're like hamstrings, but like where like it just takes one hit wrong and you have it again.
0: Exactly.
1: Uh, I'm a doctor too.
0: Looks like hamstrings seem to be a thing again.
1: Transition. Uh,
0: Jimmy Ward and Chad Ward, Tremarius Ward. Daniel Brunskill and Elijah Mitchell, all dealing with hamstring issues right now. Uh, I think for the most part, the report was uh, Mitchell might not just play at all yeah. um, during the preseason jig. I think you saw, I think you retweeted that or put that out there. Um, also, in
1: my article too.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, what are your thoughts though on not being able to see Jimmy and Charvius Ford and Daniel Brunskill moving forward for a little bit?
1: You know, I think Charvius is not as serious. For Jimmy War though, he's probably going they reported that he's probably gonna miss game week one, uh, which will kinda probably make him put George Odom or Tarvarius Moore back there. Although Moore in the game, I'm not sure if you saw it, but he got beat for a touchdown. No, yeah, he got beat Yeah, he got bad. beat pretty bad. And Odom last year when he played for the Colts, who was a pretty good team. We were kinda right. like Niners West, kinda. Um, or Niners also, Central.
0: Also, a guy that we sent the free in the free agency too. So
1: yeah, he was all pro at special teams. But special he, teams guy. He exactly did say though when guy. he he started eight games last year and they said that he was really good for them. So he could be the starter. More, you know, he's coming back from the Achilles. They might want to slow play him a little bit uh, to do all that stuff. Um, but yeah, for Trovarius, it's you know, it's just it's not as serious. For Ward's going to suck missing in week one, but he played the he played the Bears. Uh, their only really threat on offense is. Daniel, uh, what's his name? Da- is it Daniel Moody?
0: It's David Montgomery, their running back,
1: and their receiver too, Moody Mooney. Yeah, Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney. Yeah, um, but their defensive line is so bad that they might not have to worry about it. Uh, they need to play the Seahawks week two, uh, which hopefully you have him back for that. Bronsko, they say is going to be out three to four weeks. I
0: don't like that. I was about to ask. Yeah, but of all these, out of all these injuries, I think. In my opinion, that's the biggest. Um, one, because he was fighting for either the center position, right, and the right guard position.
1: Yeah, so which, Yep, we'll talk about.
0: So that's kind of big, right, as of right now. Um, seeing who will fill that void. Uh, Daniel Brunskill being that. You know, I like that guy, too. He's a pretty good blocker. Has protection-wise and blocking-wise. So I uh, hate to see it. With injuries like that, that you know, right? I mean, it happens. It's, it's football. It's a physical sport, and you know, injuries will happen. But I think that was the biggest one after the preseason game is that um, him being out for a couple of weeks is, it's kind of shitty.
1: Yeah, kind of bad timing for him. But right, um, you know, they do have some death on the offensive line. Uh-huh. The rookies they guarded, uh, they were the rookies they drafted who are guards. Spencer Burford looks like he's going to be the day one starter. Um, who, when I saw him, like when he got drafted, you know he came from a small school, right? Summer 74, right? If yeah, I when he got quickly? drafted. Yes. Because remember, when the Saints drafted Teron Armstead, a left tackle out of, I think, Louisiana Lafayette or something like that, You know, he became a day one starter for them, is now the highest paid, one of the highest paid linemen, one of the best in the league. When I saw the Niners drafted Burford, I was like, hmm. I kind of made a connection between him and, um, uh, Armstead. That was before the Niners bumped him inside to right guard. Basically is what he's going to be starting at. Uh, right. But I mean, he's, he look he looks like he's going to be a really good starter for them, which in this offense. So that's why it kind of helps that it kind of lessens the blow of Brunsco in a way. Although Brunsco is a big injury because he plays all five spots. Um, it's only week one of the preseason, but the offensive line played pretty well. Um, Aaron Banks had no pass rushes or no uh, quarterback pressures against them, And their I center it for him. And their center, sure. Jake Brendel, looked pretty good too. And in this offense, with Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan is able to make like it's not that big of a deal that their interior line isn't that great. Because with a scheme, you can scheme around it. You do pitches, you do you know, screens, outside like that. zone, yeah, which you is do what all that stuff. Do. Yeah, the biggest issue for them is the right tackle, which we'll talk about later. Um, but yeah, goodness, all back the brunt skill. It's tough for him because he's trying to make the he's going to make the roster, uh, but he just didn't know he was going to be a starter. Uh, I think best suited for the Niners is that he's their backup who could play all five spots.
0: Right, um, but yeah. Defensive wise, aside from uh, the wards, Armstead dealing with a knee sprain. It's um, like you said, you're close to coming back to practice. Uh, yes. What are your thoughts on uh, him being out as of right now?
1: You know, it's better it's now than the regular season. Correct. So it's like he can slow playing. Plus, we know how good he is. Outside of Bosa, he's our best defensive lineman. Uh, he's probably top five defensive players on the team. So I would go Bosa. Well, yeah, he definitely is. Bosa, Warner, Armstead, then Jimmy Ward, then probably uh, Charvarius Ward Those would be your top five defenders. Um, right now, at the moment, at least. Um, but it's good that's happening. Pre- also, you never wanted to have him injured at all, but you know it's going to happen. And if it's going to happen, you want to have him right. the first week of training camp. So you have a month of repair, right. basically. Yeah. Less than... Less
0: than- well from this past Sunday, it was four Sundays away from football, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, time will go by fast, right? Obviously we're gonna have our starters, guys we know who are gonna be able to make a play. It doesn't but guys who don't necessarily need to play in the preseason, right? Just to get healthy for week one in the start of the season for the most part, like you said. Rather have it now and have it happen in the in the season and have it be worse in the middle of the season, right? When you're right. really Having to practice every single week of all now, where you know you can still play, like you said, with other injuries, you really take your time for the, for people to come back.
1: Yeah, this is um, this was week six, and he had a knee sprain issue. Training yeah, camp yeah, week one, issue. not terrible.
0: Right, right. Issue would be sent. Uh, not scrambling necessarily, but you know, trying to sign one, sign some guy for depth, right? Because you know, next man up for someone who's been there. Um, but yeah, I mean. August like of said before, the Niners, they played the Packers, uh, this past Friday, 5 p.m. Said that I wasn't able to be there and or work it, um, but why don't we talk about some guys on the offensive side first, uh, you want to talk about Trey Lance first You want to talk about Danny Gray first,
1: Jake? Uh, we'll talk about Trey Lance, then get into Danny Gray. Um, so, yeah. if you want to, you want to start or? I yeah,
0: do I mean, that. I'll go ahead and start, yeah, All I right. mean, um. I will say I did watch the first series of offense against, uh, with Trey. Uh, wasn't able to watch the whole entire game uh, that night, but I did indeed watch it later on. Uh, for the most part, his presence in the pocket, especially that first throw, uh, that first pass play. Yeah, I love the footwork. Um, I think I was watching uh, JTL Sullivan's video.
1: Yeah, watch that uh,
0: drop back. Nice. He felt the pressure on the backside, moved up in the pocket. Instead of him immediately running, reset his feet, looked downfield. Again, wasn't second option, third option wasn't there. Took off, slid, got easy nine yards. Um, you love to see that, out of specific, specific, especially out of a guy in his second year, right? Um, not just first option isn't there and just taking off, right? Um, resetting his feet in the pocket, you love to see that. Avoiding the pressure, moving up in the pocket. A lot of guys, when you see a lot of pressure coming around, they're going to just gonna run away to the sideline or just, you know, run straight ahead. Treelance, you know, we want to get the ball and the guys who actually catch the ball, right? So looking downfield, seeing who's open. Um, obviously, um, Ayuk didn't play. Debo didn't play. Um, Kittle didn't play. So obviously the first round, or the starters, really didn't play, which makes a lot of sense. It's, week, it's preseason week one, but, you know, Treelance only having a couple starts in the, underneath his belt. I want to put him out there for uh, a series or two, which he did. I think 11 plays total, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But, yeah, ended up going four for five, 92 yards and a touchdown. Um, Perfect passer rating, 158.3. In my opinion, uh, he did pretty good. Running out of the pocket, getting his uh, his feet wet in a preseason one. Uh, having some short passes to, uh, I think Ross Dwelly had one. Vernon uh, mm-hmm. McLeod had one coming, looking at the outside on the arrow route out of the backfield on a motion. But yeah, that big throw to Denny Gray that was that was incredible. Again, it's it's preseason, but it's good to see that kind of throw out of him and have rookie catch that ball and run a hundred touchdown. But yeah, Jake, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, to me, the best play of the game wasn't. It's I've I've heard this too. So I'm not the only one who thinks this, but. The best play to me was not the touchdown pass; it was that when he ran the for nine yards. Because remember last year when he would run, he would dive forward. Right. This time he slid, and he said after the game that was the first time he's ever slid. <laughs> first time he's ever slid. And right. it, was, it wasn't a, wasn't the greatest slide ever, <laughs> but it was it, it was good enough. And I saw this on Habermen, the Haberman Middlecoff podcast. Ham promo code Ham. Promo um,
0: okay, code
1: Ham. Promo code BA podcast. I been a, well, I've been mentioned on in their... Video sometimes from comments I leave. Um, is Look that, at you. Is that once you, let's say like, because let's like last year for example, defensive corners would probably would say this: if you see him, he's going to dive, which means hit him. If he slides, let's say he does it for a couple of games, it's like five times. If he slides, the defense, the defensive corners would be like, hey, he's he's a slider, to so make sure not to hit him, because so I take those unnecessary shots so they don't get a fifteen-yard penalty. Um, so that was a big. That was the best play. Of course, the play the throw that Danny Gray was incredible, but also that throw on third down, which was kind of out a little bit too far, uh, that he couldn't catch. It was a great throw because only only Danny Gray of the sideline could catch on a third and eight on the first drive. And the throw wasn't like behind him. It was a perfectly thrown ball, just a little bit out in front too much.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, there was another throw off to the side. I think this was the one that was to Russell, like, just a little too high. Yeah. Um, that was what ended the series the first. Um, the, the first series that Trillins was out there, he it was just a little too high on third down. Um, he was able to grab it, but, again, wasn't able to make that run after the catch, which the Niners are known for the little yak bros um turn after they get that first down, but just a little too high. Um, but, I mean, again, it's hard. Obviously, we're going to love, even though it's preseason, in my opinion, whatever... I mean, me being a coach, well, I used to be a coach, is that um, even if it's the backups and then it's whatever, I still find it satisfying that guys are playing that well. I love to see it for the most part. You know, it's guys, you know, trying to, and it's different, right? Backups in high school, everyone makes a team. Here in the NFL, you're fighting for your livelihood to stay in the NFL. So guys who, you know, play well like that, and we'll talk about some other people too who might be on the fringe, like we said, and, you know, even uh, the backups and Nate Suggfeld and Brock Purdy guys, you know, we know aren't gonna play but play well. You love to see it. So good to see Danny Gray play pretty well. I think And I told you this I texted you over after we saw that I saw that, I was like, Danny Gray? Deshaun Jackson? Question mark?
1: What? Yeah, I mean Deshaun Jackson's probably the what? Do you think Deshaun Jackson's like the greatest deep threat? Other than, well Randy Moss is, but Deshaun Jackson up there is like the greatest deep threats ever in NFL yes. history.
0: Right, it's, it's a, that's a crazy comparison, but I mean just we know Danny Gray has his speed at 4'3 four, four, speed and now we have a guy in Trey Lance who can really throw the ball downfield, right? Something we didn't have the last couple of years. Uh, so it'll be nice to see if that uh, connection does indeed translate into the regular season Again, this being preseason, still a couple, months, still about a month away from the start of the season. Um, Jake, why don't you talk about a rookie running back that you talked about in one of your articles?
1: Yes, yeah, so the third round pick at LSU was Tyrion Davis Price, who played in his first game. Um, TDP. You he looked pretty good. Not gonna lie. Uh, with the news of Elijah Mitchell being out for the rest of the post. Preseason. rest of the, the whole entire preseason and not being sure of his status for week one after watching price I think he might be I think he might be the starter of week one if Mitchell can't go that's because he was decisive he had this nice run on where he cut back because uh, the whole it was supposed to go to the left side but it was it was covered up so he had to bounce it out go to the right and he got a pretty good play a gain on the play he's number 32. And we talked about this before we started the episode, but that reminded me of uh, Kendall Hunter. Yes. um, From the early 2000s, 2010s, where he was fast, shifty, and could do all that stuff. Uh, And I think that's what Terry. That's like Davis Price is like what I hope he can be.
0: Right, I think. He also texted me during the game that he runs hard as shit, and that's verbatim. Yep, I said that. Um, and I'm a fan of that too. I've, been, I've, I've told you before. I've told you many times. I love just I love Jeff Wilson Jr. just the way that he just runs so hard.
1: Yeah, he runs hard as shit.
0: Yeah, if you just I feel like it's if you're in this scheme, zone scheme, and you just run hard. Good thing it's, that. it's hard. It's hard to elaborate over if you if you aren't physically watching it right now and you're talking to someone how hard they run it's just it's, it's kind of hard to like uh elaborate on but you know when you see it and how guys run hard right you see it you just see it all the time in football the way Jeff wilson jr taren david price D B playing hard is just, i'm a big fan of cal shannon's too right obviously you're gonna want that shiftiness as well but that you're gonna have to break a tackle but he's putting your head down right so you'll see i mean he did indeed have 10 carries uh, for 36 yards, Oh, second longest run of the night with a 10-yard run, aside from Jermichael Jim Michael, Jim Hasty who uh, also had a pretty good night with five carries with the same amount of yards. Um, But do you think he's just getting a lot of carries because it's the preseason and he's a rookie? Or do you think, right, we were talking about his prior, uh, and we'll lose at this now, is, is Trey Sermon in danger of being cut like do you, do you think so we can only carry so many running backs right and I think our process right now we talked about prior to this is is keeping four and it's yeah. sermon
1: part of that four right yeah I'm not I'm not saying they are going to cut him but if they cut him I will not be surprised because watching because he had I seven, know, I, car- seven carries for ten the, I'm, yards I'm
0: the opposite but I can see where you're coming from yeah right he, he, it's, it's so hard to say that he didn't play well last year because a lot of at the time he was hurt, which you can't really do anything. I mean, he was knocked out of a game because he got hit in the back of the head.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, which sucks. Uh, but we've heard good things from reporters that he looked good in the, in the off season. Uh, but it's all a matter that you can look great in the off season, but is it going to translate into actual games? Right? Yeah. Um, he did indeed. He, I mean, he was a starter for the preseason game. Uh, in my opinion, a couple of the runs, I think he was running pretty hard. Um, he did have one run. Uh, he was tackled for a loss on one. Uh, sometimes it's not his fault. Sometimes it's just the blocking. But, I mean, you can take it with a grain of salt in preseason games around yeah. when people, for the most part, don't know what they're doing or just have miscommunications on the offensive line. But I think you said this prior to podcast, too, is that I know you're not surprised that if he doesn't need to get cut, which I don't think he is. He will. But I don't think he will get a lot of run. I do think there are other people who deserve it more. But I do think Trey uh, Sherman makes the team,
1: regardless. Yeah, um, I think they keep him because they you need running backs. But I think the third yeah. preseason game is going to be very telling. If he's playing late into the like second half in the third preseason game, there there is a good chance he's getting cut. Is what I think. But I don't think he's going to get cut. As I said, as we said, they need you need running backs, especially if Kyle Shanahan. So they they might keep it just in case. But let's say maybe I because I don't think he has any trade value. Uh, he doesn't. But let's say like a team that says, "Okay, we'll give you like a fifth round pick for him." There's no way. It'd be like, damn, a fifth round <laughs> pick. and We might cut him, and he's not working out. And we drafted a running back in the third round again. But last year, which was a big tell as well, where they could be like, "Yeah, Sherman's just not it," and he's basically kind of the same runner, like the same type of, not the same runner, but the same like type of running back. So I don't think I, I I still don't think he's gonna get cut, but if he does, I won't be shocked because he did not look. He had one run where he ran pretty hard, but then there's other runs where he just wasn't. He was just like more focused on you know making moves, so just hitting the whole hard pause, and so that just didn't work out sometimes for him. Right. Um. So I I just worried that he might just not fit the scheme. He might not be a bad NFL player somewhere else, but he might just not fit this offense.
0: Right. 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 Um here i think we alluded to this already Hasty, uh still shifty as he could be uh, five carries, 36 yards averaging 7.2 obviously if you've seen him play in the nfl he can be that guy catches the ball out of the backfield um again this is another guy who is indeed uh has that somewhat injury bug um uh, but when he is indeed healthy he is trying to get into that third down back right uh, for the most part, even with Elijah Mitchell healthy, you saw him on the field. Um, but yeah, did you have anything specifically you want to say about Jamal Hasty Jake? Just keep
1: just keep him as a running back. No more returning, no more punt returns, no more kick returns, running back only. because right. yeah, he can block.
0: Right. And I think it's already been made certain is that like we have our kick and punt returner, Raymond McLeod, who also cut a of touchdown. Shannon Sofeld. Great route run by him too. It was a post corner for a touchdown. You love to see it. Um, but yeah, I think that's been made in that we will finally have a functional kick returner and pump returner and not a like not a revolving door of guys who can and can't do it, right? Um, and it's also very Cliché to say, but special teams is one-third of the game. It's very important. And if you get that guy who can flip um, the field for us, especially on special teams play, why not have a guy who's done it before, right? And the Steelers, with the Steelers, with the Raiders, and stuff like that. So, pretty excited for him. Uh, We talked about Trey Lance. you want to talk about anything else specifically, Jake, or you want to move on to defense?
1: Let's move on to defense.
0: Perfect. Well, um... We can talk about the guy. I think, in my opinion, the guy tonight, after watching uh, the game and the highlights, Sam Womack. Yep. Two picks. Some big news today, and the 49ers actually cutting.
1: Darquise Denard.
0: Correct. I literally couldn't... I had his last name, but I didn't have his first name.
1: Or he'll be back later on in the season.
0: Um, I think he cut him early, because, I mean, tomorrow there has to be cuts. Um, anyway, yeah, trimming trimming right now. And I think guys will do indeed come back, but, um, that's very glaring, right? I mean, you have a prediction here. Why don't you go ahead and say it?
1: He's going to be the week one starter and nickel cornerback.
0: And I think I'm going to have to agree. Um, obviously there are guys still who haven't played. I don't think Jason Perrett played at all. Um, there's are still uh, Ambry Thomas. There's still...
1: Who has been having a pretty terrible training camp, apparently. Not good. And it was not great. Uh, the game had penalties. But he might just be a terrible beginning-of-the-season player and picks up what matters most.
0: Which we said last year, but it's glaring now because he has a full seat under his belt. But we'll see how it works out. And Lenore's um, been
1: pretty good, too. But yeah, I think but they want to Lenore. keep him outside.
0: Right, I think Lenore, yeah. Right, but she... Didn't he played a lot outside last year. Yeah, uh, and then I, and then Amber Thomas came in, right? So yeah, then he got uh,
1: burned bad against the Eagles, and Niners. okay, we need to sign Josh Norman, which was <laughs> a disaster. Uh,
0: but yeah, Doctor Johnson's still here, and he will be here forever.
1: He uh, has rib cartilage uh, injury, but he'll he'll make it back.
0: Yes, but he'll make it back. Um, what about Drake Jackson? Almost had a trip uh, strip sack here. Jake, want to talk about him? I know you had him and also in your but article. But back
1: to Sam Womack, I have a pro comparison for him.
0: Oh, excuse
1: me, sorry. Go ahead. Kawon Williams, who's that? Former Niners corn- nickel cornerback, <laughs> who's now in the Denver Broncos. Who? Who? This guy kind of reminds me of like a faster, because now you know because he's older, uh, not as fast anymore. But he he played great in the cor- in the nickel spot was great on some run plays, too. It just reminds me of uh, k1 Williams. We'll just see it.
0: And K'Juan Williams was just uh, a sharp. Shouts out to him. Yep. Um, Drew Jackson. We talked about him earlier. He is banged up. But had a, for that amount of plays he did play in the preseason, he played pretty well. Jake, why don't you talk about it?
1: Yeah, Drake Jackson, I think, is going, to be a, is going to be a superstar. I think he's going to be one of the best picks of this whole entire draft. He is just... The fact that he was available at 61 is mind-blowing. And it's not because like he's a bad player. It's because USC was so terrible where he just dropped because he was told to lose a bunch of weight. He was switched positions. He was told to gain a bunch of weight and lose a bunch of weight. Wasn't given a defined role. Had to switch right. positions due to the new defensive coordinator every year, and he just fell because people thought he was like not the most mature player ever. But it was because he was losing too much weight and gaining too much weight, which is what the coaches wanted him to. I think he's gonna be. He's gonna he, he might be he's gonna be a Pro Bowler. I think one year. And he might have, with the amount of, uh, you know, attention um, Nick Bosa gets, Drake Jackson could have double-digit sacks this year. I wow, think he's that I think good. So? I think he's that good. He's super athletic, bendy, strong, powerful, plays to run well. Is just a pass-rushing demon. This, this might be one of their best picks they've ever made. Outside of, you know... Bosa, Kittle, Debo. Other than that, and Warner, I think Drake Jackson's going to be incredible.
0: Interesting, 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 interesting. Hurry up with it down here, so we can come back to it.
1: Because yeah, remember, this if a, you watched it during third the game, player he was, here, Jake. Why don't you talk about him? He was everywhere. And this guy, linebacker. Yeah, linebacker. linebacker. He's, gonna, well. he's a special teams guy, but he's played a lot. He's probably going to lead the ta- team in tackles in the preseason. But it's Oren Burks. He was just everywhere. I'm not saying he's going to be a great regular season player. He's probably going to be more. He's going to be more of a special teams only guy. But if you if you need him in, in a pinch to start to play a little bit, I think he's going to be fine because he he was just everywhere making tackles, wasn't out of position at all. Was just everywhere making tackles, being a nuisance, and he was really good. So I think he's going to be a pretty good, pretty fun player to watch uh, if an injury comes about.
0: Hey, you love to see it, right? Yeah, love to see it. Guys we signed the offseason, pan out. Uh, But, yeah, preseason week one, a lot still to happen in the preseason. That's a wrap. That's the Packers. 49ers win that game, 28-21. But let's move on. 49ers do indeed have a preseason game week two on Saturday, this Saturday. Oh, God when I'm working shit. At four PM. God damn it. I'm pissed. Oh, so um, but yeah, week uh, week two, news and notes. Um they're going. It's going be in a way. Uh, I think you wrote here they'll be having, you know, um practices leading together leading up to the preseason game. What does it look for? He possibly said here that
1: Trey Lance won't play in the second game. Jake, is that true, or where have you seen that? I've I, I saw during that during a, Jesus Christ that a report said that he wasn't going to play. because they're going to do dual practices. Um, that's what Shanahan said last week. But then he kind of said he might play. We will see how it goes. Uh, but some of the Niners reporters are like, yeah, he's not going to play. Um, so we just have to see. But if he doesn't play, if he plays, that'll be cool. If he doesn't, then you'll just see a bunch of Brock Purdy, which I'm kind of excited for. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said,
0: love seeing the backups play well, in which they didn't get, get uh, week one. Why not? I've been doing week two, right? Um, we might have seen the last of Trey Lance in the preseason. I can't agree. Um, maybe for a series in week three, it's not entirely up to us, right? Next thing you know, he plays the whole entire first half of the third game. Right? You've seen that happen multiple times. There's only three games in the preseason now, leading up to week uh, one.
1: Yeah,
0: So a lot of uh, – he might not play this game, and next you know, he might, you know, might play the whole entire third game or
1: first half the game. Yeah, if Trent um, plays, I think he's going to play. Right. So
0: uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, if he doesn't play – I mean, if the starters at all don't play game two, but do indeed have a, at least a couple series game three to get, you know, right before the start of the season. That makes a lot of sense, and then after that, it's all backups. It makes sense, uh, but yeah, what to look for um, specifically in practicing and training. I mean, you know, just specifically in the game, if it is just tackling, right? I mean, for the most part, it's we're not tackling uh, our teammates anymore, right? It's guys in a different uniform, and it's really it's hard to teach tackling in practice. You really got to do it in the game. You can only do it so much in practice against your own teammate where you aren't necessarily going hard and then to go full speed in a game, right? Uh, That's like another thing to look for, right? Uh, Passing-wise, I think the defense need to keep on their toes. They do indeed have Kellen Mond, who had a good first game.
1: I kind of like Kellan Mond. I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah, they also have... uh... Oh my God, he went to Foothill. He went to Foothill High School. Oh,
1: Jake Browning?
0: No. What's his name? Shit.
1: Sean Manning? Jake Browning
0: went. Sean Manning, correct. Jake that's Browning sh- didn't go to Foothill, Jake. The fuck?
1: That's shitter. He,
0: he went to Folsom, I'm pretty sure.
1: Who? Jake um, Browning?
0: Jake Browning? I'm pretty sure he went to Folsom, I think. Yeah, I think. Did. Yeah, he did. I'm not sure. But yeah, Killamon, I mean. Sean Manning's 30. I he was 38 yeah, he's, old. he's hella old Thirty? I mean it's not hella old But he's been in the league For a pretty long time
1: He's terrible I mean He's better than you He's good to be a backup he, he, has, exactly. he has the best life You play like one. You play like Maybe a game a year You make millions of dollars And you just don't You don't have to worry about Being bad Because some team will sign you Because you have I think he's I, I think he's
0: had one start His whole entire career
1: uh, Three starts Man look at that and his passer rating his completion is completion 60.9%. Nice. Passer rating nice. 66.1. One touchdown, three interceptions, 25 rushing attempts for negative three yards.
0: Yeah, no, Kelly Martin. Yeah, 9 of, 9 of 14, 110 yards, two touchdowns. He's their
1: future, I think. Mm,
0: yeah, I mean, you've thought about it many times before about uh, Kirk Cousins. Well, they have Case Keenum. Kill-
1: No, Case Keenum's on Denver. No? Case Keenum's in the Bills. What's what's this article? Case Keenum, Kelemon, and the Infinite Vikings Backup QB question. Okay, well, that's a fake news article then. Alright, never mind.
0: I'm pretty sure Case Keenum.
1: He's on the Bills, yeah.
0: Good stuff. He's on the for Bills. Him. Yeah, what? I don't know how. What? Where did you get that article?
1: Uh, it's from St. Paul Tribune.
0: Yeah,
1: nice. Or start um, yeah, remember
0: defense against Cousins um, well it just all just depends is he going to play is Justin Jefferson going to play is Adam Thielen going to play I doubt it but again we're not the, we're not the coach maybe, maybe they do is uh, is Irv Smith Jr. going to play we'll see but I mean obviously uh, Kirk Cousins um, pretty similar to what they run here with the Niners over there uh, a lot of play action um, Kirk Cousins can't throw the deep ball so, you know, just eliminating that over him in the preseason
1: game would probably be best. Um, but yeah. Jake. Yeah, I mean the Vikings I think might I think the Vikings might be pretty good this year. You know, they have Justin Jefferson. Yes. Um their running backs, Alexander Madison, then da- uh Dalvin Cook. Yes. Um their defense, they don't have Anthony Barr anymore, but their defense shouldn't be – their defense was, pretty I think, pretty good last year. Um, but I think the Niners are a better team, but it is preseason, so it doesn't really matter if they win or lose. It's just about player development and staying healthy, basically.
0: Exactly. Big deal or no deal when it comes to how the team doesn't practice? Hmm.
1: I think it's a big deal if Trey Lance goes, like, three for 15 and has, like, four interceptions. And they're like, oh, that's not good. Uh, but I don't think that will happen. Um, but it is good to, you know, put your pit, your, pit yourself against other teams in your conference um, to see where you stand. Um, so hopefully the Niners play pretty well and dominate practice, but we shall see what happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's practice how you play right play play how you practice so yeah. you love for them to dominate the whole entire time they are practicing with the vikings um but again anything can happen right it's the nfl but yeah i mean i i, I think it's a big deal when they're practicing like this in dual sitting i don't think it's that big of a deal when we're going up against ourselves right, right? Yeah. I tweeted this out, you tweeted it out, uh, or I replied to one of your tweets, like, Tree Lance, like, threw, like, three picks in a practice. Yeah. You know what I tweeted out instead? I go, wow, we're going to have a top five defense. Yep. It was true. Um, it should. I mean, for the most part, sharp, iron, iron sharpens iron, right? I mean, there's going to be days where the defense is on you, especially against yourself, at the same team, and then the offense is going to be on you, so – that's how you're gonna get better that's how you're gonna get better uh but like i said i think it is a, a big deal when we're going against dual practices we still want to set a tone during practice right you still want to get shit on right it's not good for morale it's not good for the team you still want to be competitive in practice uh any injuries right uh, so i don't think it's a big 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 deal but i still think it's you know it's pretty glaring how well you do in a dual team practice for sure.
1: Yep. I agree.
0: Um, but, yeah, week two Vikings, it's coming Saturday at the 28th, uh, 4 p.m. Um, if this was indeed the regular season, this is a really season game. Jacob. I know this is your question. You wrote it down. Who will guard Justin Jefferson? I mean, do you have an answer? Because I, I have an answer. Do you have an answer?
1: Probably, They probably have Traverius Ward guard him.
0: Yeah. I know for for the most part, a lot of our DBs don't travel.
1: Yeah, so whatever side he's on.
0: So every side he's on, right. I know there was a special circumstance. Richard Sherman would do it sometimes. But I forget what game it was when he was here still. Um, But he's a defense pretty similar. Um, cover three defense. Not a lot of switching of of guys being man to man for the most part. Uh, But if I had to choose, I would play own Mosley on him.
1: Hmm. Thoughts? Yeah, Mosley's pretty good at the big receivers.
0: Yeah, so obviously, you know, Justin Jefferson, elite wide receiver in the league. Um, We'll see how it goes. But yeah anything else to add to the episode
1: Jake? nope that's all I have to add
0: perfect well
1: thank you for listening to the BA Podcast this is your co-host James
0: with Jake episode 165 don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the BA Podcast follow us on Twitter at the BA Podcast one like us on Facebook follow us on SoundCloud and on Spotify and don't forget to subscribe to us on the
1: podcast app and yeah, Make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, subscribe, reach, subscribe 50 times to 50-times again. System. just a little bit for being the industry for our fifth football season. So we got a top 200 podcast top 200 podcasts worldwide. We would really take top 200 podcast sports and recreation, but as you know, we shoot for the stars to the BA podcast. It gets the top 200 podcasts worldwide. If you do that, we'll give you a high five. That's all I have to add for today's episode, James.
0: I can't believe you've been doing this for five
1: football seasons. Yeah, you know, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a, a quick five seasons, it feels like.
0: Yeah, God. Um, that's crazy. Congrats to you on your new job, Jake. Can't wait for all the articles to come out. Make sure you guys read all the articles. Yep. Jake will have some good insight. If you don't read them, uh, I'd I hate you. would love to you. see it. Yeah, if you don't read them, we hate you, but we still love you. Uh, read them. They'll be great. Yep. Shout out to Niners Empire yep. for hiring this guy. Facts. Truly, truly deserve it. I'd love to see it. I am indeed really happy for you, Jake. That's awesome. Um, I have Long to say channel. it to you.
1: Listen to the podcast. But yeah. Yes. Also, I I do want to give a shout out to Joey Bart. Uh, He's picking it up. He's batting 308 in his last 15 games. He's back. We have our catcher. That's all I got. Bye. Bye.